What makes a person of interest? Coach Michael Burke cuts to the chase, interviewing some of the biggest names in the world. How do they think? What makes them tick? What are their thought processes? And how they became a person of interest. Hey there, I'm Coach Michael Burke, the Super Coach. And many years ago, I wrote a book called Person of Interest, How to Become the Person Other People Want a Piece of and Cannot Live Without. Little did I know when I wrote that book, it would become one of my most popular concepts that is consistently requested around the world of teaching people how to become people of interest. And one of the fastest ways to become a person of interest is model the behavior of a person who is a person of interest. People of interest live fascinating lives. They go to fascinating places. They create fascinating things, so much so that other people want a piece of them. So I'm in Fullerton, California today with Dylan Welch. And let me give you the bio of this guy. Looks good, produced over a thousand television episodes. We're gonna get into how do you become a person of interest on TV, right? Works with real estate, finance, business experts to create video and marketing content to build their business. We're going to talk about the importance of that because that's really important. Many people, that's a missing structure for them. Uh, you've been featured on ABC, NBC, CBS, CW, Amazon Prime, Roku, and Apple TV. You're based in San Diego, California. You're also the host of Amazon's Prime Going Green, CEO of ZW Media and Dylan Welch Media. So, Dylan, welcome. Yes, interest. Thank you very much. I really appreciate having me. You're quite the uh, quite the character. You got you got you got a lot of things going on here, man. And uh, there's never been a better time, in my opinion, to go from a baby star to a big star by using media. And I see the power of media. Mm -hmm. I remember when I had a reality TV show on the CW network called Zebras and Cheetahs, and it was a book. It was a, based on a book that I wrote called Zebras and Cheetahs about looking different and running faster. Mm -hmm. And it was a mix between Shark Tank, Amazing Race, The Apprentice, and I said if we could ever, if we could just get, um, what's the other one with it? Where oh, The Bachelor. If we could figure out how to get The Bachelor in there, it would have been a bigger hit. There you go. Right. So let's talk about media industry. Let's talk about the importance of media industry and what it can do for a person's career. Can it blow up a person's career? Well, absolutely. To me, the media industry. Why I've always been fascinated by it is because one, it's a huge industry, billions of dollars. Yes. Two, it's constantly changing. Trends are, you know, moving around. Uh, Fifteen years ago, television was ABC, CBS, Fox. You'd sit down on Thursdays, you'd watch your favorite show, right? Bathroom break, and you run to the bathroom or you grab some popcorn and you try to get back before the commercial ends. Right. That's totally different now. Right. Now there's Netflix. You stream yes. what you want. You're on social yes. media. You're on your phone. Yeah. You don't set your time and your day around media. It works around you. Right. And when there's changes like mm. that, it provides so many opportunities. If you're ambitious and you can see and you can think innovatively, yes. you can find ways to build a career off that, build a brand off that, and ultimately mm. monetize it mm. for your benefit. So that's why I always have been fascinated by it. I mean, even, you know, 10 years ago, Facebook came out of nowhere and now it's one of the, you know, right. multi-billion dollar company. So the fact that something can do that so quickly in such a, an industry that's, you know, relatively old, you know, obviously it's newer technology, right. but that's why I've always been kind of captivated and drawn to it. You know, this trend, you're talking about media around a person's schedule. I still do live coaching sessions mm -hmm. that people come to, but it's getting harder and harder to get people to come physically. Mm -hmm. And many times there's more people watching it online than there are in the room, which frustrates me because I thrive off energy of the group, right? But I'm telling my team, this is the changing landscape. People want to watch. 
If they're in my coaching program, they want to watch me when they want to watch me. It could be when they're exercising. It could be on their way to work. It could be at the end of the day. But that's how people are consuming media today, mm -hmm. on their terms. Exactly. And that's a huge change, right? That's a huge change. Now, talk to us a little bit about, let's say you're coaching a guy like me, okay? And I'm a coach out there. I have probably a regional, a little bit of a national presence, but not an international presence. How, do, how would you coach a person to use media to, let's go back to that concept, to become a true person of interest or go from a baby star to a big star? Well, it really depends on the industry you're in and what you're selling, right? Um, that really depends on, you know, what I focus on is really using media to build your business. So you have to figure mm -hmm. out, one, what your product is, two, who the client is that's buying that product. Mm -hmm. Now that's where you use media to make that connection. Mm -hmm. So you identify your key clientele and with social media, you can focus so intensely on that. You know how it is you can boost a post to a 65-year-old man making $120,000 yes. as a Lexus in a, in a certain demographic. Yes. If you can figure that out and pinpoint that clientele, then what you can do is you can figure out, okay, what's their pain point? What are they struggling with? And then what does my product solve for that problem? Mm. That's the key. Clients, pain point, solution. And then what you need is a call to action. So if you can combine those three things okay. and you say, hey, are yep. you trying to sell your home but you're struggling mm. and you want to get top dollar? Well, I'm the best real estate agent in all of California. Contact me below and let's yeah. sell that home for you. That right there did right. so many things subconsciously all at once. Someone said, I'm trying to sell my home but I'm struggling to do it. This person's the best person in California. I'm going to contact them right now. All right. now. So now we're getting into the psychology of selling something, mm -hmm. okay? So, so who have you studied? There's somebody you studied under as it relates to, you know, subconscious thinking, psychology of buying, who would that be? Where did you learn that? Because when you're putting Absolutely. that together, when you're putting the ads together, mm -hmm. like that's an important piece of this. It is. It's because huge. a lot of people put ads together that do nothing mm -hmm. and don't sell anything. And they don't understand that there's more to this. I think like Brunson is good as it relates to the psychology yeah. of buying or pitching Definitely. services or understanding how to tell a story or the hero's two journeys, mm -hmm. those type things. Have you studied under someone like that? A little bit. And here's, I, um, I've had my own media company since I was a freshman in college. Okay. I was basically like, before you, know, you could make a Wix templated website, super yes. easy. I spent every penny I had to make an awesome state-of-the-art website back okay. in 2018. <clears throat> and I went out and I started my business right there as a freshman in college, filming events and things like that. And what I realized is as a business owner and an entrepreneur, you have to be selling all the time. And you yep. know that more mm. than anything else. Like mm. that's where my mentality mm. came from is I need to constantly be selling and getting more clients and bringing in revenue because if I let that slip even for an hour or a day, you see the effects of that. That was my main focus. Mm. Then I just kind of molded over the course of the past you know, 10 or so years how can we use media? How can we use social media, television, podcast, everything to drive that sales? And right. then I just kind of took that mindset, took what I knew about media, yeah. and then combined those together. And I mean, what's crazy about it is it's always changing. Right. You know, 10 years ago, I might say, hey, you should spend $100,000 and buy a commercial on CBS. Right. Now that's probably the last thing I would ever tell right. anybody because you can take that same amount of money and spend it in a better place. Yeah. So that's, um, that's really my mentality is just taking sort of the selling part, the media part, combining them to build a business. Okay. And 
I definitely have had mentors. I read a lot of books. Yes. Um, I'm not saying I'm just like self sure. because I'm not. I, sure. My dad owns his own business. I've I worked you. with a ton of amazing yeah. people. Uh, but I was just kind of thought if you can create or if you can take two separate things, yeah. totally separate sort of industries and combine that's them right. and find that niche. Well, that's a unique ability. That's, that's a unique yeah. ability. And I, and I want to make a point here that being a personal man, when you think of famous, because I live in Nashville and there's famous musicians that live there. They go from being little baby stars over at the local country music place mm -hmm. playing for tips to people that are earning millions of dollars per night. Same person. Mm -hmm. The difference is they become famous. Famous means known, renowned, celebrated. And I think a lot of people don't understand just because I have a business that people are automatically going to run in there and purchase things. Mm -hmm. Like you really have to become known in the world. Exactly. And media is the way you do it. You become known to people. Like, and I think deep within a lot of people is this desire to become, I don't want to say famous, but known. Mm -hmm. 100%. I want to be known for something. This, this is the concept of person of interest. I want to be known for something in the world. I want to know that I have made a significant impact in the world. So when you're thinking about this concept, it, we're talking real estate. We coach lots of real estate people, mortgage people, insurance people. And when you're coaching them, and especially as it relates to building this media business, talk, talk to me about what that looks like. Because lots of real estate agents, average real estate agents doing seven transactions a year. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they live off that. 83% of them quit within the first two years. I'm coaching agents that are doing, you know, tw selling 23 houses a week, mm -hmm. okay, that have been in my coaching program for years. But that's very uncommon. Mm -hmm. Most of them really struggle to earn income. So how would you teach them? What do they need to be doing right. when it comes to media? So there's, and I tend to work with the higher end agents as well because Surely that's not. the money is, but here's a couple <laughs> tips and tricks for anyone really. There's four, four layers and levels, right? And I can even kind of give you a graphic, yep. but the first level is someone who has no social media. They've never logged into Facebook and they okay. get all their business from referrals. And that's great. I personally think building personal relationships is the ultimate keystone in a business. You have to have those over anything. So they have no social media presence. Okay. The second presence is they're somewhat active. You know, they might take a selfie in front of a house. They say, hey, you know, check me out. Or they might, you know, tag, a, you know, hey, here I am at my listing. Or they might share a news article. That's level two. Level three is really where I've seen real estate agents kind of thrive. And that's what I call sort of the professional level. Sure. And those are the people who are willing to invest a tiny bit of money to help promote themselves. Okay. And that includes getting high-res listing mm. photos. That includes creating a really nice listing video, boosting that to right. you know, a local yeah. area. Yeah. And what that does is that, that little investment it says a lot. It says, yes. I'm willing to spend my own money to build my personal business. And what that person can do, they have six listings, or they've sold six houses. They just got a seventh. They spend that little extra money to create a really nice video yes. and create really nice photos. They'll sell that house. But what they can do with those really nice photos and those really nice videos is they can then go market themselves to every other potential listing that they can get. Mm -hmm. And they can say, see this amazing video that I made with the drone, and I'm gonna walk through it like it's an episode of MTV Cribs. Right. I'm gonna do that to your house too, right. and I'm gonna sell it for top dollar. Yeah. And I'm gonna take these amazing photos, yeah. and I'm gonna blast it everywhere. That's yeah. the separation. And then the fourth level, which is kind of hard, this is more like the you know celebrity, famous, Ryan mm -hmm. Serhant, Josh Altman mm -hmm. types, which I call the elite level, 
that's where you know the people who are as seen on as seen on Bravo, as seen on HGTV. Yes. So those are the those yes. are kind of that one percent. So that level three of the professional, that's where I say if you're a real estate agent or you're in that world, whether it's mortgage, escrow, title, try to get to that level. You have to and be willing to invest in yourself to grow your business, but that little investment, you can use it forever. That's what's so great about video and that's what's so great about media is it stays up forever. That's why you don't buy $100,000 worth of commercials because they right. air once and they're gone. Right. You can put a post on social media, on Facebook or on Instagram, and you can come back to it a year later and say, check out how sick that video is and yes. I'll do the same thing for you. Yeah, there's a couple key points there that I wanna, I wanna draw out what you said. One. You want to sell things to rich people. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's the key. Okay. Right <laughs> so, so, you know, I think about Steve Sims, you know, I'm going to be on his podcast pretty soon. He's going to be on my podcast. He wrote blue, blue fishing, you know, and that's really what he does is he help rich, helps wealthy people get what they want. Right. Mm -hmm. I think, I think a lot of people out there watching this podcast, if you want to be a person of interest, just understand the psychology that like gravitates toward like wealthy people hang out with other wealthy people. Okay, you can go out there and try to sell or, or sell something at a low margin to lots of people, right? And that's certainly a potential. You can either have a high margin business with low volume or a, or a low margin business with high volume. Like you got to decide what it's going to be or you could do both potentially. But like you said, you're working with a higher end clientele, people that are serious. And you also said, this is a big point I've been making because I'm working on a book called Single Digit Millionaire. And it's how to get your net worth between one and 10 million. Mm -hmm. And then how to become a double digit millionaire. Okay. And it's me. And then I bring in some of my rich friends mm -hmm. and they kind of show us how to go to double digits, right? All of the wealthy people, this is important for the real estate agents who are watching this, use money as a tool to make more money. Mm -hmm. they, exactly. they, they don't, I'm sure the, the big agents understand this is not an expense. Mm -hmm. This is an investment. Exactly. It's an, so I'm investing. In, in selling more houses, by doing high-end videos, by, by, you know. Exactly, and that's all media and marketing really is. It's essentially an investment in yourself to build your that's brand right. and build your audience. So yep. it should, if you're looking at using media, using advertising, using video, using photos as a, an expense, that's not how you should be using it. You should look at it as a way to say, I'm gonna spend this much money and I'm going to get this much money in return. And if yeah. you're not thinking about it, that's what you should be thinking about. And if you're not working with people, videographers, photographers, social media managers who aren't thinking in that mentality, yeah. then you don't want to work with them and you find yeah. someone who does think mm. in that mentality. Man, that's good. That's good. All right. So we're out there. You're in the business of helping people. I, I would say you're in the business of helping grow people's star power, mm -hmm. right? Amplify who they are. Are you a big fan of a person having a videographer with them 24 hours a day? Like, should I have a videographer with me uh, everywhere I go in my hotel room when I'm working out this morning? So where I'm going places and out in Fullerton, California, should I have somebody with me all times? I mean, yeah, if you can afford it, then yes. Okay. There's, I mean, obviously, you know, everyone knows Gary Vee, yes. Grant Cardone, they've all got, you know, they're putting content out there all the time. And that's the other side of media is everything is like this. People's attention spans are less than one second. It's yes. literally a scroll. Yes. So you might make the sickest, most amazing video ever, and it's going to get scrolled by a thousand times. Right. Someone might stop and say, oh, wow, that's really cool. I'm going to hit that person up. But a week later, even that person is already has seen probably a million other ads since then. Sure. So you want to be putting out as much content as possible. Okay. And the key is all about consistency. Um, one thing that I, I work with a lot of people who are like, I've never used social media in my life. Right. And I tell them, 
don't think about one post. Don't think about tomorrow. Think about yes. one year from now. Yes. If you post every single day, you might get one like on this picture. Right. If you post again tomorrow, you might get two. Yes. With the algorithms of Facebook and social media, the more you post, the more that they see you're active, the more likely they'll bump up your content. Yes. So it's a snowball effect. So you post the third day, it might get five. Right. A week later, you might get 15. Yes. If you think about that long term, five years, not only are you building that audience, but you're also creating content that's going to keep people interested on yes. your stuff more. And then really, you know, I always recommend and create content that, you know, people enjoy and ultimately can find value from. That's, yeah. that's another yeah. big thing. Not well. just try to sell something. Exactly. Like create yeah. value. I think Vaynerchuk is right on jab, 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 hook. Mm -hmm. I do believe that's a good philosophy. I think when we have things to sell, we naturally want to sell. And we believe this is a mechanism to distribute a message. Mm -hmm. But I think you want people building affinity with you going, I like this dude. Mm -hmm. This dude can help me. Exactly. Right? So let's finish up by this concept. You're the host of Amazon Prime's Going Green. What is that? So one of my, when I was working as a television producer, it was insane hours, constantly stressed. Like I just, I was doing a lot and being really productive and doing amazing things. Like being able to say I produce a thousand television shows is right. great for my resume. After a certain point, that didn't really do anything for me. I was doing really cool stuff from the outsider's world looking mm -hmm. in, but to me, I didn't feel very fulfilled with what I was doing. And one of the issues that I'm very passionate about is you know, sustainability, okay. climate change. It's obviously a massive issue that yeah. we're facing right now. Yes. So I took my knowledge of television, of streaming, of advertising, mm -hmm. of partnerships within mm -hmm. that world. I conceptualized the show Going Green. I won't go into too much detail, yep. but I, left that company kind of with that being my little bit, my old company with that being my baby and brought it with all my connections, all my knowledge. Right. I got sponsors for it. I got partners for it. I got distribution Good. for it. Nice. And before that, I'd never really been in front of the camera. Right. And then I'm kind of thinking to myself like, man, I'm telling all these people to do all these things. I'm not really following through myself. So right. ultimately I decided, you know, I'm just going to man up and get in front of the camera, yeah. face my fears and, you know, do it myself. You. And it's been, you know, a really yeah. exciting journey and it's been really fun. Kind of reminds me of Joel Osteen, you know, the pastor who worked behind the scenes as a cameraman all those years. And then his dad passed away and he took over the one of the largest churches in the world, right? And he had to overcome that. And he found out he was really good. Yeah. He just had to do it. Exactly. People of interest take action. Mm -hmm. People of interest take action. So Dylan Welch Media on Instagram, at Dylan Welch Media. This guy knows how to help you really go from being unknown to known, from obscurity to well-known. I personally believe that the more known you become, the more opportunity you're gonna have. The people who get the most attention get the most leads, guys. So don't be cheap, okay? Don't be a little Mitch, right? When you're, when you're thinking about growing your business, like you gotta get out there and you gotta become a person of interest. This guy can do it for you. At Dylan Welch on Instagram, Dylan, Thank you, my friend, for being on Person of Interest. You are a POI. Thank you Thank very you much. much. Really Thank appreciate you. it. What makes a person of interest? Coach Michael Burke cuts to the chase, interviewing some of the biggest names in the world. How do they think? What makes them tick? What are their thought processes? And how they became a person of interest.